Backups are really, really, really important. I can't live without my six backups all synchronized together on all six devices that I own. Can you imagine though that you could like back up your day? You're like, eh, I'm just gonna back it up. Let's make a copy, save it. Uh, that's basically my memories. And you can just go relive your day again. Like, yep, yeah, I think this day I'll uh, save and reload for another occasion. My dreams are typically not about my day. No? But they're more about... I think the dreams that I remember fondly... I don't know if fondly is the right word. But... It's, it's more of the... How to put it? The scenarios where I'm like, okay, it's time to wake up. Otherwise, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> Are you like the kind of person who actually knows you're dreaming when you're in sleep? Or does that never ever happen Ooh. to you? I think that happened once. So once it was a lucid dream. Mm -hmm. I think. And I sort of blew my opportunity. I'm like, oh. Mm. I'm I'm asleep. Because uh, I mean, sometimes you get it when you're like between like the drifting off, right? and you're like you're kind of there and you're kind of not. I think that I'm always there in that <laughs> drifting off. Even right stage. now, you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been conscious of this whole conversation. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Maybe I'm just sleeping, and, and then th this is my dream right now. Actually, I've had dreams where I where I woke up. And I got dressed and ate breakfast, and then I went to school, and then I woke up. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was... And the worst part is, I, so that was like another level, and then I did it again, and then I woke up again. So I have had the type of dream inception. That does exist. Ooh. I had to get up like three or four times, and I was just... And when I actually got up, I was like, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know if I trust myself now. <laughs> Is this the real bed? And the thing is, that I, when I was dreaming, it wasn't something exciting. I was literally getting ready to go. <laughs> I mean, I, at that point, I'd just dream about me sleeping. <laughs> that would be the be-all. Oh, man. Uh, Do you remember your dreams in general? Not really. No? I, um, the only times where I actually remember it is when bad things happen and... It's only like the first part where I just recognize that, oh, something, something bad happened. And I'm, mm. I'm trying to remember. Hmm. <laughs> Not sure. But I have heard the idea that dreams are... Every time that you go to bed, they go to sleep, you sort of die in a way. Oh, that's dark. Well, that... I mean, well, if you're... Awake, right? Mm. How, how would you know if you died? In that sense? Well, <laughs> how do you know if you're dead? Well, 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 it's like the scary movie Five. You remember that? There's, or maybe to me or something. And they're like, he woke up dead. <laughs> the guy's like, what <laughs> do you mean he woke up dead? <laughs> I, I remember watching scary movie three or five or <laughs> any, any one of the, I remember one fondly. Mm. 
Oh. But I don't remember anything about the movie except that one scene where he's like, how do you wake up dead? <laughs> he woke up dead. He, he died. And he, you know, he woke up dead. <laughs> he did argue about that for like five minutes. No, sorry, where were you going with that? I, I, uh... Well, there's this, there's this guy, YouTube channel, pretty big now, I think. His name is uh, Exurbria, <laughs> X1Bria. Sounds like a hit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. People don't find him, he sort of finds you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good I, start. I read, uh, I read one of his books. So he, he, he published uh, a book, I think it's called uh, the, the, the Prince of Milk. The Prince and, of Milk? Yeah, The Prince of Milk. Oh, oh, principal. Okay, and well, then there's a plot and, and whatnot, and one of the themes that he talks he talks about a lot of stuff, but one of the one of the topics that he talks about is that you're you're going around and you're going to bed, mm. and you know if you. Like if you if you think that every day is just a new life, ooh, ooh, I kind of like that. That's cool. And you, know, you can you can try to stay awake for however long, but eventually the day is gonna end, ooh. and you're gonna die ooh. in 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 that world. And who you are tomorrow is different i'm not sure if that's exactly what he meant but that's what i got is he an optimistic guy or is he a very pessimistic guy because uh, that could be very different things a bit of both Ooh, okay right. he's uh you see has a personality of sort of uh i don't know he's regretful of majoring in philosophy or or, or something like that mm, okay and uh and uh yeah, he sort of started a YouTube channel talking about philosophical stuff and made books talking about philosophical stuff. I still need to read some of his books. I uh... I like that idea, though. You wake up and every day is your new life. So if, you, if your last day sucks, it's, it's like, you should forget about that. That's no longer really affecting your relevant. current day. Yeah, Today's day is new day. That's kind of nice. And I mean, no matter how good the previous day was, I mean, it's still going to end. Yeah, this is a new start every yeah. day. Yeah. Refresh, new save point, checkpoint. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And and even then, I mean, I think that you know, we we tend to live life seeking for the good parts mm. because a lot of it's bad, a lot of it's suffering, a lot of it's... Uh, like not not in a good place yeah 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 but honestly what without the bad parts it's i think it wouldn't be good at all well you don't i guess you don't appreciate the good part without the bad part right yeah if you always had good part then all it would be is just Good part. It's just everything's and, a ten. Yeah, if everything's perfect. a ten, then everything that's relevant, nothing really changes except your perception on what's good and bad. Mm. I mean, if you think about the 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 the, the high class, let's say the, 
the pampered, the posh people. Mm. Well, what's what's a one to them? Ooh, that's right. The one's a lot. It's, yeah, it's, it's probably Ooh. oh, there's a steeper fall. That's for sure. Oh, this this uh, creme de la creme doesn't have <coughs> doesn't have gold three, on it this time. Three point two five percent fat. One out of ten. That, that's it. I'm mm. not. I'm not. Oh no! I can taste the point two four percent. Yeah, that's right. I guess if you're super, let's assume you're like stupid rich, and you were born into it, so you didn't earn it. Mm-hmm. Just every day, anything can tick you off. That's not actually a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. But, it's it's just, just, but to you, to you, it'd be a bad thing. To you, it sucks. Actually, I had a friend like that. Um, this was in university. He was, he had a car, and like most of us didn't have cars. And uh, he was like, oh, "The universe is out to get me. I had to take my car into the garage." He's like, "You realize that <laughs> we don't have cars, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, but you know how I think it's like car where everyone gets." The same amount of good and bad. I'm like, yeah, but your bad involves having stuff that I don't have. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, he he was so adamant that no, 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 his life is sucky. I'm like, yeah, but your suckiness is, I don't know. Maybe if I was constantly taking my car to garage and I had a car, maybe it wouldn't be so good to have a car, I guess. But at the same time, the car gives you that dependence right you Mm. need to take care of it you need to oil it you need to get gas for it it's it's now you're not free yeah for having the car you're 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 now bound to a thing that is an interesting idea like let's say you have lots more stuff but all those things involve more responsibilities that is a kind of interesting take on it like uh, i guess that's kind of the problem that really successful people run into, right? They don't they have to trade everything for the time. Mm-hmm. They don't have time anymore to enjoy all the stuff they have. Mm. Yeah. But then that still doesn't explain why the kid who's born into it, he has time and he has stuff. He just doesn't appreciate any of it. Yeah. I think that's that's uh the baseline for mm. humanity. It's just we just don't appreciate what we have and we seek to we yearn for more. So do you think it'd be good to swap places? So, okay, I had this stupid joke at one point that mm. no one else found funny. But my premise was, swap your kid for a day. You can take your rich kid, swap him for some third country kid for like a day or for a week or a month. Just for the fun of it. It's like a... Like an exchange program. They can see what it's like and you can your kid can see what theirs is like. And I'm then you come back at the end of the month and it's like a new new uh your kid's all wise and has world experiences. I like that idea. Kid swap. Well <laughs> it's true, because how how else do you know how you have it now mm. without experiencing it somewhere else? Yeah. Or experiencing how it is somewhere else and knowing what it's like. I mean, I don't I don't know what it's like to be hungry for three days straight. I, I, <laughs> I mean, 
Oof. Maybe. Oof. Maybe at most I've been hungry for maybe. Oof. <laughs> maybe three hours <laughs> max. Like I'm starving. <laughs> I didn't eat breakfast since four hours ago. Oof. Yeah, man. Um, it's a different league of. Yeah, that's right. Every time you think that you're bad, there's like levels below, man. It's always so much worse it can get. So much worse. Your day's bad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, my family. We talk about the rich. All die. Talk about the rich guy, and then we had like the guy with the car. He thinks that sucks. Like I'm below that guy. So that guy, and then below me, this. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Every time you're having a bad day, maybe that's why we like watching fail videos so much. Yeah. Right? We just want to... Why do we like watching people hurt themselves? What is that? I, I think because we like to... We, we feel better when other people around us are doing worse. Like, that's the most viewed thing most of the time, is fail videos. It's people because, hurting themselves. Because, well... Why is that popular? Why do we like that? That doesn't make any sense. I, <laughs> well, okay, okay. I don't think that we feel better when everyone's doing worse. Mm, okay. But failed videos, they boost the claim. and Boost the claim. Well, because we want to feel like, huh. What a dumbass. He just <laughs> he just tried to do a trick on his BMX and slammed his face into Yeah, this guy into walks into a door. a door. Oh yeah. This baby got his face smacked by a dog or whatever. Well, I mean maybe it's just slapstick, right? It's just yeah, but why do we like slapstick? I don't understand why is why is that beneficial to humans that we like it so much we Seek it out, and if it's not even I, to YouTube, just everything. I, okay, okay, maybe it's because it's the ultimate relatable experience. Mm. Because everyone fails. True. Everyone not everyone fails. wins, but everyone fails. <laughs> and it's better when people around you. So if you're failing, mm. and people around you are failing, then. You feel better. You feel at home. But if if you're failing and people around you are winning, well, then you feel bad. You mm. just and and when you see win compilations, you you're like, hey, well, those yeah. people are better than me. I don't like it. Like the only time you want to watch a win compilation is if it's like like a boss, and that's usually like a trick, right? It's not so much like, hey, I worked really hard and now I graduated like a boss. <laughs> like that's not that's not on those videos. Oh, look, I studied really hard and I got an A like a boss. That's not on that. That's not fun to watch. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's, it's also part of the authority. Anyone who has that authority hmm. immediately say, hey, do they have the right to that authority? And we challenge them and... Mmm, a challenge to authority. I guess we do like making fun of politicians a lot. We yeah. don't really enjoy making fun of homeless people very much. Yeah. That doesn't seem to be a good thing to laugh at. 
Yeah. Even in private, like I understand in public you don't do it, but in private is not fun either. So maybe that says something. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, it's, it's all about just the power and. Why is and, it so much fun to laugh upwards, but it's not fun to laugh downwards? That's a good question because it's also it's. I've I've also read a book. Well, it's part of a book, but some important bits. Of it, it's called Impro. Uh, I forgot who it's from, but hmm. it talks about the essentials for for improv. Oh, okay. What's it called again? Impro. Impro. Ooh, all right. And the the premise is, is that they give them scenarios and. They act out in different ways. Mm -hmm. What the core of it, the essential part, is that there needs to be a difference in status. Hmm. That difference, Wait, difference in, in status, status. Sorry. In in improv, so one character is more status than another. Yes. Oh, okay. And that's what generates conflict naturally. Ooh, ooh, I like because that. Well, there's, you know, there's the boss and there's the employee. Mm -hmm. There's the... Teacher and the student. Teacher and the student. There's the... I don't know. There's so, there's so many. There's, there's only the, two. There's only two. There's the wife and husband. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can flip it around as much as you want. Mm. Any, anyone can be the boss. That's interesting. Well, sometimes, and, and the funniest skits, the funniest improv is when you reverse the roles. Ooh. When you take a student and you make them a teacher. Or you, you give them, or you make them lose that sense of status and they just don't oh, care. Yeah. Because in the real world, you know, everyone cares. Oh, look at me. Look at me on Facebook. <laughs> look at me on LinkedIn. Look at me on, on Twitter. Just look at me. Look at me. Look how good I am and, and, and whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone cares about their status and how they are. And I guess that's, that's maybe why, you know, like to make fun of homeless people is because they don't have that sense of status. I mean, they're, they're already there. Hmm. They're already down there there's nothing to bring down because they're already there i don't understand why biologically that would be a, like it's built in like you can come it's not even like a language thing it's literally anyone in any culture is fun to make fun of people in higher status so there's got to be some kind of right maybe like, maybe envy maybe envy. just that helps, you, I, I, again, that helps that, you survive, so that gets passed down. Again, the, the, the sense of the sense of you're not on my level, mm. and therefore you're not part of my group. Therefore, you're bad. And like I remember when I was watching the movie Inside Out. You remember that one? Pixar animation. I, yes. Yeah. And then there's one scene where it's like, why do we have sadness? Do you remember this? They're like, They're sadness seems so unpleasant. Why the hell do we have this emotion sadness? Mm -hmm. And then the idea was it helps you relate to people. 
because people can relate to you and it's that and everyone kind of relates to that and then you can comfort each other mm-hmm. so maybe it's one of those things where I don't I don't quite know how to bridge the gap but maybe it is somewhat similar to that where um, mm. you're kind of it helps you to bond with other people maybe and then somehow that kicks in yeah but it does seem a bit disconnected still well and also sadness right is is itself an emotion of don't look at me i i want to be alone i want to do i want to hmm. cry or just be sad and and it's it's more of also you know you you, you relate to the times where you also feel felt sad and and whatnot i i mean but then but then again relating to emotion i mean i I think everyone is surprised or everyone got surprised at one point in their life. Everyone got mad. Everyone was happy. But it's harder to relate to those emotions Mm. than sadness. Yeah, sadness somehow is very relatable. And I think it's just part of the complex social things that that, that we have. It's, It's... we have happiness. Like you can go to support groups where you're like, this is depression. We all talk about it together and somehow it makes you feel a little bit better. There's no meetups of like, this is only for happy people allowed. If you're, it's only for really, really ecstatic people mm-hmm. or like people who are like, I get that if you did have it, it would just be full of really arrogant people. And then it would be really unpleasant to go to, right? Mm. <laughs> but you can have, like, the uh, the alternative, and it works out quite well. Where you can have, like, uh, a widow meetups or whatever, mm-hmm. divorce or something. And somehow that makes everyone better out of it. Yeah. I, I'm part of a, a group that sort of uh, embodies that <laughs> positive... <laughs> feeling and reinforcement. No, but your group is different than that, though. The whole purpose isn't just to gloat about how happy you are. <laughs> I mean, you're gloating, I mean, but not about being that. It's a different <laughs> kind of gloating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just because you put enough people in the room and have meetings for the sake of having meetings. That's a different reason. <laughs> Eventually, someone's going to want someone dead. Uh. <laughs> or... Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think meetings would be okay if we didn't have to wear fancy clothing? Like, if we didn't have to... I think they'd be okay if we didn't always have to do them in offices and wear, like, completely appropriate things. If you could just have meetings with just... I don't know. Not in an office, not in a stuffy, politically correct environment, then meetings would be fine. Like, if it's meetings with friends, you're like, I can't wait to meet with friends. Hmm. It's meeting with your coworkers to talk about work, you're like, oh, But at the same either. time, it'd, it'd just feel weird. It, it'll, uh... Do you think it'd be more productive or better if we didn't always have to be politically correct in the office? Or do you think that would completely destroy everything? Because that's what we're leaning towards right now. You have to be politically correct at work. Otherwise, you get in trouble. Yeah, I think I think that's 
in the workplace, right, it, it feels awkward, it feels weird because, you know, you're not yourself. You're trying to act like someone, you're trying to be this person that you might be in a work environment and you're trying to say that, hey, I'm a productive worker, I do this, and you hide yourself. And in that sense, I think when, when you hide yourself, you just, you lose that essence. Mm-hmm. And I think that having meetings in fancy or fancy clothing, you know, pajamas, <laughs> yeah. no clothing at all. <laughs> well, that's different issues. The... But let's say pajamas, though. Let's use a stupid example. If everyone went to work in pajamas, do you think that would make it more productive or less productive? I guess it's to make it more relatable, but at the same time, I don't really wear pajamas. Uh, Okay, well, in this example, you have to wear something. So that doesn't work if you're wearing nothing. I'm talking about everyone has to wear... I'm going to wear my own pajamas at work. (laughs) No birthday suits. Um... (laughs) Okay, maybe. I mean, oh, wait, but, I don't but, know what a birthday suit is. Birthday suit means you're wearing none. Ah, you're wearing what you wore on your first birthday. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, that's amazing. Um, oh. I'm surprised you didn't know that one. Yeah, birthday suit. <laughs> Sometimes you just feel like wearing a birthday suit, man. Uh, yeah. So, w- what if I don't know? Like on Halloween, you can wear silly stuff, and I always find the moral of the office is great on Halloween. I don't know. This is my opinion. Maybe maybe it's not for everyone, but it seems to me that the atmosphere is great mm-hmm. in general. Well, because because everyone's going out and expressing themselves. And, yeah, you know, you sort sure. of you see the human within the coworker. <laughs> I don't see why we refine that to one day a year. That is, well, otherwise it wouldn't be special. It wouldn't be, you know, that time where you get to see people and. Yeah, it wouldn't be special. But don't you think it would still be more enjoyable, though? Well. No? I guess it depends what your goal is, but... Well, I think in general, an enjoyable workplace is preferable to a not. (laughs) And and it all depends on on the culture and, and the people there. If they want to express themselves and... And I mean, it, it, if that environment means that people are going to be more productive because they're wearing you know, fancy Halloween clothes and, and maybe maybe not birthday suits, but you know, <laughs> close to it. Well, I guess take the opposite example. Uh, school uniforms. Do school uniforms make the school well, student better students or is it better to be regular without uniforms? That sounds like a debate topic. It is a debate I'll, topic. I'll, oh, well, then I'll debate it. Yes. I will debate both sides, I will say that. Yeah, see one, if you can. One argument is that, I guess, for the clothes would be that you require less thinking every day when you put it on. And I guess it's, it's more structured. It's more... True. It's more... I guess it shows that you know, unity... Within yeah. the school environment, and that everyone's sort of part of the collective. Less status. Everyone's equal. Same everyone's, clothing. Everyone's equal. In theory, cheaper. And yeah, and it's it's you know don't have to think about what to wear. But you know, going against it is that 
what do we value in a society? And you, know, you, you look at cultures and societies of different nationalities. Mm. I myself am Russian. I'm also Canadian. I look at, and, and those are two very, very different cultures. <laughs> Being Russian automatically means that you're part of the collective going and it's not really growing up there but visiting and having friends there it's more of the perspective that you're part of a group Hmm. and you're part of a collective now that means different things and i know i'm getting off topic on school uniforms i know i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back but (laughs) but having a collective and having unity within that collective it's it's a very comforting feeling it's a very it's a feeling that you have someone there no matter what hmm. it could be through bad through good but you know you'll have your friends but a bad point would be that those friends you're you'll also be there for that be be there for 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 them get the wrong group you're stuck (laughs) you're stuck with them and and that means that whatever types of habits or whatever types of habits whatever things that they do whatever like if if for example the group let's say holds you back in a way oh yeah let's say they're you know all they want to do is is uh and these are my russian friends they uh they of course they don't do this but let's say they all go and go into their uh i don't know uh they all sit in a sit in a room and they're like you know i just want to smoke weed <laughs> and then they all just smoke weed and that's it and 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 that's it that's their whole day I guess it's great that you have friends. It's great that you have a collective, but at the same time, it's not great that you're doing it every day. And you're sort of in that environment where you just, you can't do anything else. You're with that friend group and your fate is sealed. Yeah. But then then that's where they, the uniform is supposed to enforce what the school wants. So it's supposed to be getting them to do education. True. True. Whereas it's, if they gave everyone a joint, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> true 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 so but then i guess uh, yeah so, I, I think i so, see what you mean by so in, so in this case if you're giving them a pencil <laughs> but you're then, force feeding them pencils and papers and uniforms but like, then they go and draw dicks all over the <laughs> stalls or whatever I, I mean okay but i get what you're saying yeah, okay I okay see, well I well, well, well i mean okay fine let's say in the world where Everyone did what everyone told. Yes. Okay. Mm. That's, that's what would happen is everyone would do what they're told and everyone would live that way. But I guess we're, we're not, we're expressive beings. We, we express in different ways. And that brings me back to the Canadian way. Mm. And the Canadian way is also very different from the Russian way. And I think more of the no uniform way of you. 
you have ultimate freedom to decide what you want, when you want it, and who you want to do it with. Yeah, the astounding amount of freedom. And that restriction of collective means that you yourself are the owner of your fate. Hmm. Nobody decides for you. Nobody will tell you, hey, this, do this, do that. Because you yourself are there to tell yourself to do it. Yeah. And, but, but, listen to a talk with, you can't, you can't, you have to balance it out. You can't give a person, or, or no, I actually read this and I didn't listen to it. I, I read this and you can't give a person ultimate freedom. No, because yeah, well, you look at babies, right? You, you, uh, well, actually, you can wrap babies in, in like tight stuff, and that's that's how they like it. Well, I mean, but, a baby is tricky because they don't know anything yet. But you're assuming you're giving but, the guy all the information and then give him freedom after. Well, 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 okay, okay. Babies cry when you put them in a big, large warehouse. Yeah, with and they're like, wow. This is, I don't know what to do. Same thing with adults. You put them in a big, large warehouse. They're like, where am I? Who am I? <laughs> We're just big Whoa, babies. Who's my God? Oh, I see. Uh, I'm giving too much credit to being an adult. I see. You, we're just stupid babies. Still. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm going to go and, and cause then, bad but then, decisions. But then if you're too restricted, then you always want to push the boundaries. You want to, mm. you're, you're now depressed that you don't have... And that's why you shouldn't wear Halloween costumes at work. <laughs> no, well, well, here, wait, wait. With Canadian, why is Canadian no uniform? Well, because you have that freedom to decide. Mm. But with that freedom, it also is a double-edged sword where now you're free to decide, but what's the best decision? And that's when you get... Oh, but that's the thing. That's the... So my thought was that in the office, you don't get the freedom to decide. Your scenario is like you do have the freedom to decide. I'm saying that in an office, you don't really get to pick. You kind of have to conform. True, true. But at the same time, you could do your own rebellious things, like organize your desk in a certain way. Ooh, ooh, big, big rebellion. Yeah, I know, I know. Maybe you had the troublemaker a picture of like a drawing that your kid did. Ooh, uh, no promotion for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe... Holy maybe, crap, we should work at uh, IBM in the 60s. Jeez. <laughs> and then uh, maybe, maybe uh, walk around with your tie just sort of slightly loose. And... Uh, yeah. <laughs> You'd be great in the Ford factory. Oh, man. Well... In the past. Mm, at, at, at the same time, what we prized back then, what we prized now... Yeah, now there's so much freedom for most things. Yeah. Well, and, and I actually... I don't, I don't think either of us know how... What freedom is, what freedom isn't, because... Back then in the 60s, I don't know, I wasn't alive back then. Hmm. But just hearing work environment, just hearing, just hearing the whole environment where, 
like everyone was assigned their roles and and what they're what they're gonna do and yeah we haven't really worked in a factory floor yeah that's true that is a different lifestyle i suppose but right now i think it, it's it's no no uh no but the thing is if i think that's why they ran into so much trouble is because for example um well, so so if you're working in a factory floor and then you just go crazy, you just you have no creativity. You, you're doing the same thing day in day out, and it just wears on you and gets really frustrating. Like I don't know anyone who's like, I'm a factory worker, and it was a it was a great experience for thirty years doing the same thing. Like, that's there's, never been a there's plenty experience of- that I've heard. But there's plenty of people that stick with their job for 30, 40 years. And they never seem to be happy, but I've never heard anyone who's like, oh, I'm so glad I did the same thing for 30 years and didn't get in. I don't know. I, I can't think of any scenario where that's a, a positive. It always seems to be a negative. Whereas the people who are, who are, they don't really know what's coming up next because it's changing all the time. They might be depressed because they have no security, but they don't seem to regret it. It always seems to be like, oh, no, 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 this was, this was still uh, worthy, even though I, they took the, the dangerous path and maybe they ended up with less money out of it. And I've never heard anyone's like, I'm so glad I didn't. And then I, I really regret not taking that office job, doing the the. the the same thing <sighs> that's one of the decisions that I had to make it was um, I was in Edmonton and and I just finished well I was about to finish my second year at uh, Nate hmm. and you know, I was I was given a choice I think I already decided at that point but I was given a choice my parents moved I was in a strange situation where my parents moved to to Toronto and I had the house to myself and I could I had a house, I had a car, a girlfriend, I had had it all. Guaranteed, almost guaranteed job when I finished Nate's, or maybe actually guaranteed job. I did have a a student. One of one of the people that I worked with my projects, he offered me a job, but but you know didn't take it. Because yeah. I made up my mind. I, I, uh, because I knew that, well, if I stayed in Edmonton, if I stayed and let's say finished my bachelor's and got my job and got my girlfriend, got the car, got the house, I, I, I knew that it wasn't the model American family. I knew it wasn't mine. It wasn't the life it could have that been. I chose. Mm, chose. 
Chose. Well, oh, that's chose. The choice seems to be important, doesn't it? You have to choose it. Then it's okay. Because without without that choice, without I, because I mm. wouldn't. That's right. I I would. I know that I would. I knew that I didn't work for that car. Work for that house. Mm-hmm. I mean. They work for the girlfriend, but <laughs> uh, work for the school. But at the same time, it's 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 just I knew that that I needed to go and do things. Spread your wings elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, fine. Still went with my parents, right? And of course, that isn't really the definition of spreading your wings, but it's <laughs> going places. It's it's. It's the idea, it's the concept of, of okay, where am I now? Mm. Where do I want to go? And in my opinion, in my view, I think that anywhere is better than... Than not making a choice at all? Anywhere is better than... I want to I put it in the right words. Mm. But I want to say that... Where I am now, I want to be now, but like like experiencing now, mm. but maybe in a different place, a different time, and then I want to. You see variation. It sounds like you can have the same thing, but it just look different every now and then. Well, but but at the same time, like how much variation? Right? Do you want a controlled amount? Do you uh, want a amount where you're like, I have no idea. Maybe it's one of the things where you just want to see all the options so that you can feel like you've chosen the best one out of the bunch of them. But if you haven't seen the options, you feel like you're missing out. It is one of those things. Like if you've been in Alberta and you'd also been to Toronto and you'd also been to New York and then you were in that place, and then maybe you'd feel okay because you... But then you were in Russia too, so I guess you had seen two different lifestyles. Mm. Mm. I, I guess you kind of have to but, come back to the same question like 10, 20 years from now after you've seen more things and then get put into the same position and made the well, same decision. 10, 20 years from now, I'll probably... Yeah, you can't... Like, I'll probably you know. have a family. I'll probably be more... Yeah, you won't be in the same context. It wouldn't even work. It'll be a different stage of my life. Mm. A stage of where it's like, oh, well, now I need to... Now I need to settle down and... I guess do... Right now I'm free. Go wherever. Free like a bird. Do whatever. I know that nobody's depending on me. You can go travel. You can go no, travel. you can't actually. You can't now, right now. You can. Well, within Canada, yes. Yeah. Actually, outside of Canada, yes. As well. Yeah, sort of. A little tricky. Yeah, a little tricky, but not impossible without, I mean, anything's um, possible. I, mean, I had a friend who we had this debate constantly because uh, he was always saying, I have these regrets. I, he's the same age as me, by the way, so he's not old. This guy's young. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have these regrets. If only I could go back in time and change them. 
And I'm like, um, I'm not so sure you do want to go back and change those things. Let's say you went back in, I don't know, in grade 10, whatever, and you studied better in that exam. Uh, maybe you got a better mark, but then you wouldn't know that you should, you wouldn't have had that experience of messing up. Like maybe that messing up is good, right? Yes. I completely agree with that. I mean, assuming you didn't completely cripple your life going forward, but assuming you made it out to a certain extent. Well, even if, even if you made it out, I, well, even if you did do it, whatever result that you did is your choice. Well, maybe. <laughs> you know, I had, I had a friend that I, that I knew and, and um, regretfully he, he passed away due to the choices he made. Oh, that's a crippling event. That's so that's a that's a yeah, that's, that's an event. Same. But it was a choice that he made. I think that life is just full of choices. We just need to pick the right ones. But based on whatever that whatever environment he was with, I don't think that he had a choice to make a choice. Oh, he I, didn't. I think that it was just it was choice made for him. The choice was already made for him. Oh, wow. Because he was part of that environment. Yeah, he didn't know how to get out. And didn't know how to get out. Damn. And it happens to us all. You know, we're in... We're easily corruptible. We're easily persuadable. We're easily manipulated. We're, it's just there's nothing that comes by more easily than just personal connection that's why we see it in every single movie is that there has to be a part about love mm. there has to be a part that there's a you know we never really discussed the butterfly effect we watched it but we didn't really talk about it what did you think of that movie the butterfly effect well yeah yeah what you, did you think of that you make one decision yeah. and that has impact throughout the rest of your life that i i completely agree but but the the idea that, oh, I wish I could go back and change it. I think that that's baloney. You made the decision that you knew what was right in the moment. Therefore, you always made a right decision. Well, in the movie, they kind of do that. You make the decision, the decision turns out to mess something else up. Well, I mean, that's let extreme. It mess but... up. Let it mess up. Who cares? As long as whatever decision that you made. Because if... if if people were allowed to, let's say, go back in time and say, oh, if only, if only this one thing, and I could change it. And then that yeah, go back, you can go back in time, but only in your old life, just to change your own events. Yeah, but yeah. either way, if you gave people a free pass to do that, no one would ever make a decision impactful again, impactful decision again, because they know that, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just do this and... I you just keep just, going back and changing all your yeah, mess up. Yeah, and yeah, you mess up, so, oh, because, you had to change that because again. Because there's never, there's never in this life an ideal situation. There's well, never a, a, a correct time and place to do anything. It's just... Well, let, let's say you did, though. Let's say you had the powers of Ashton Kutcher in the Butterfly Effect, mm -hmm. and you went back and you fixed it. And then 
you went and you fixed the next mistake, the ripple, and the next ripple, you fix it, and you end up with this perfect track record. And then you're like, whoa, yay, I didn't make mistakes. Like, I'm not sure that's really the, the goal anyways, yeah. to not make mistakes. Exactly. Because, well... I think, think maybe after that you're like, oh, let's go introduce some more mistakes because it was like, what's the point? Exactly. <laughs> like, like, oh, no, I, I, I live with my parents. I mean, well, I live with my parents, that's period. But the way that they handle their relationship is, is interesting. I think that that's how all relationships in a way are handled. <laughs> is that when things are good, they're bad. What? Because, what? because when things are good, you expose the dull, the normality. You get bored? You get bored. Get and, bored? And guess what you good. start talking about? When you get older, you start talking about drama. Mm. Drama. That's why, that's why old women like soap operas, maybe old men as well. Maybe, 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 okay, maybe everyone likes soap operas. <laughs> okay, not everyone, but people who like drama like soap operas. And older women are more, I think, inclined to watch them. And, 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 and I guess, in, in a way, my parents as well, they go in and they, they, what they do. Hmm. I need an example. They got bored? Well, they got bored. And, well, if you're living with a person for however many years, eventually you're going to know everything about them. You're going to know the good, the, the bad, and then you're going to focus just on the bad. And then you're either going to... either going to talk about personality. You're either going to talk about the problems of other people <laughs> or you're going to talk about the problems of yourself. And I don't know which person you would rather want to be with. So... <laughs> I mean, eventually, even if you know you talk about all the problems with yourself, you'll still if there's still problems, you'll, you'll still find another creative way of making problems. That's that's the whole problems. idea. I mean, okay. Also, think about that. You as a human, are any of your problems real? Um. What. Well, the interesting thought is, let's say I was suddenly put into your life right now. Mm -hmm. I was now controlling your body and I was about to go home to your family. It's true. I would react to all your your daily activities very differently than you do right now. Mm -hmm. um, same stimuli, different reaction. Mm -hmm. So that is an interesting point. Um, so no, I guess I wouldn't say that. It would be different depending on how you think about it. Same body, same face, different different day. Yeah. Because we're different people, different experiences, and different Yeah, everything. I guess that's why we like those movies, Freaky Friday and stuff. You're like, oh, yeah. oh what would happen if we swapped you with your mom or whatever? Yeah. 